Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special episode of the Going Glory podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kel Quinn, and joining me today is Phil De Bruyne from the Beyond the Pitch My Head podcast. How's it going, Phil? Oh, good, mate. No complaints. Thanks for having me. Well, no complaints except for the fact that United got another drubbing at, at Vicarage Road and it, it, it led to Solskjaer being dismissed, which is probably overdue. Yeah. Um, like you said, we don't agree with the abuse that he's been getting by some fans, and, but uh, the criticism was warranted and it, his, his position really did become untenable. And uh, finally, the board did act and get rid of him. And um, my only issue is that they've capped all his coaching stuff. And for me, they were part of the problem. I don't think Ollie should have been scapegoated here. I think uh, Phelan, Carrick, and McKenna all should have went as well. But I do understand that somebody has to take training in the interim until something comes in. So what was your thoughts on the game? And uh, what's your thoughts on Solskjaer's dismissal? Well, I think, first of all, the game um, was just another confirmation that Solskjaer isn't turning this around. Uh, if he was, he would have already. Um, I think uh, by the time we'd reached Watford, even all these staunch supporters, and I'm one of them, had accepted that this is you know really at a point where it needs to change. Um, and it was really at a point where it was going to be a bigger story if Ollie turned it around than uh, getting sacked. Uh, I have to say, I'm very, very upset um, you know, I, 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 this is not analogous to Mourinho being sacked. It's totally different. Jose Mourinho didn't score a winner in a European Cup final. I don't know why it's just difficult for people to understand. I mean, there's people really think that uh, Boca Juniors would uh, mourn the loss of, um, I don't know, Martin Palermo in the same way they would with, with Diego Maradona. Clearly not, right? Clearly that um, not everyone's equal and not everyone means the same to supporters for obvious reasons. Um, Solskjaer was not Mourinho. He never, he treated the club with the utmost respect to the very end. Never blamed the club, or never blamed the players, took full responsibility, never turned around and said it was the players' fault, it was the other team of better players, you know, it was this fault, her fault, his fault, you know, and then when they went, it was all me. You know, the guy treated the club with the utmost respect. And there's nothing wrong with criticism. Criticism in the public sphere, and you're in a, in, in a job like Manchester United comes with the, the territory. But um, what I will say is two things. But the abuse is utterly disgusting. And uh, quite frankly, I wish the people who abuse Ole Gunnar Solskjaer would fuck right off and never uh, attach themselves to support his football club again. None of them deserve any level of success. They spoiled petulant children. Forgive my language. And then there's the other people that's right in the middle that are like, well, I'm not going to abuse him. But, yeah, but you're going to tolerate the abuse. See, I don't do that. So if you're going to abuse that man, if you cross that line and you abuse him, you don't work with me. I don't have anything to do with you. I won't do your podcast. I won't do anything to do with you. I have nothing to do with you. All right? Quite frankly, I find it utterly despicable. A man who scored a winner in a European Cup final for his football club, a man who's shown ridiculous loyalty to his football club and he didn't have to in the 90s when Solskjaer could have won anywhere in the world. It was more important for Oligon Solskjaer to sit on a Manchester United bench than it was to sit in someone else's shirt making a lot more money playing every week. That guy scored a winner in a European Cup final and he's going to be abused by scrotes online that have nothing to do with his football club. I, I'm not having that. I'm sorry. The, he handled himself with dignity to the very end. And the only thing he's guilty of is not being good enough. I'll take that in life, right? Because 
He wasn't guilty of treachery. He didn't betray the football club. He didn't do anything. He conducted himself with class and dignity. And I'm telling you, he leaves a better football club behind than the one he inherited, right? Uh, I can easily see someone coming in with that squad and, and, and turning things around. But finally, these players, these treacherous bastards, absolute treasonous pieces of shit, right? They got him the sack too. Now, the only thing that's consistent since 2013 is the people above Solskjaer. Clearly, there's an environment at Old Trafford where these players don't fear failure and don't fear the consequences of failure, the way you would have done another top club that prioritizes football and success. Um, in the last couple of weeks, he's got Paul, Mc Paul Pogba and Harry Maguire sent off. Two players he should be able to rely on. Two people who let him down, probably more than anyone. Two people. Paul Pogba Solskjaer rescued his career. Right? And that's what he does to him. Right? King was right. Absolutely bang on, right? Jesse Lingard, the night before United's biggest game, he's doing this with a West Ham shirt. It's a disgrace. So make sure whenever people are casting the finger of responsibility and blame, those arseholes that were pointed solely at Solskjaer, quite frankly, I despise them because it isn't just his problem. It goes way beyond him. The man's thoroughly decent. The man done everything he could to bring success to Manchester United. And... Unfortunately, there's people attached to this football club who will be rubbing their hands at the shiny new toy until right, he's not their favourite guy and they spoil, they, they spoil, spoil petulant children. I want my guy, right? I don't support Manchester United. Fuck off then. <laughs> uh, ironically, in Solskjaer's last game, uh, the player that stood out for Man United was Donny van der Beek, the player that Solskjaer didn't really give a chance to. I thought he was fantastic. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh, not he has to earn a chance. This is not this is not recreational soccer where everyone gets equal playing time. This is the biggest football club in the world. Yes, he played well. How many times did he play well before that? I would just want to make the point that um, he was playing consistently between Fred and McTominay. Um, you're not good enough at this level. He should have given somebody else a go rather than push just those two players. Wait a minute on that topic. <clears throat> Fred McTominay, I would say. Fred, who plays every every who plays who's an all who, who's a stalwart in the Brazil national team, so clearly he's good enough at this level, right? Whether he's good enough in the system he's being a play, uh, uh, being asked to play, that's a different question, right? Secondly, if you watch him, it's clearly a system issue rather than a Fred issue because he's constantly isolated. In fact, if you go back to his Liverpool and City, if you like that Liverpool game, it was Fred v the rest. And, uh, you know, he is, Stolzko got the best out of him. But Fred McTominay were also the, the basis of that midfield that finished second in the league. By Mourinho's, and I know it was tongue-in-cheek, right? Own admission, that was his best achievement. But that midfield, centre midfield pairing finished above Liverpool. It finished above everybody but City. So it's very easy to go back and say they're not good enough. Right now, uh, not good enough for what to win a league title, probably. Right, but are Jordan Henderson and and Curtis Jones better than McTominay and Fred? I don't think so. Right, so to me, it's a different question about whether saying they're not good enough to win the league. Maybe, probably not. Right, but that's not Solskjaer's fault. Solskjaer asked for Bellingham and he asked for Holland. Where are they? So, what about Paul Pogba then, who's being consistent? <clears throat> Throughout his time at Mangan United, why wasn't he benched and given Di van der Beek a chance instead? Because he's a personification of the problem at Manchester United. 
So Paul Pogba should have been sold. But because Paul Pogba is worth so much to Manchester United commercially, he's not. And once he's in the squad, you have to play him. All right. Now he got dropped, right? He was dropped for games really the last four or five games, he got dropped. Right. But again, first of all, just because Pogba gets dropped doesn't mean that Danny Van der Beek's entitled to a chance, right? Danny Van der Beek has to take his chance when he was given. That's the first time I've seen him take a chance. Right. This is this is the biggest football club in the world. You don't have another go, son. Have another go. Have another go. Right? You have to, first of all, we see games, we don't see training. Training is where you earn your place if you're not in the team. Because you can't get it on a, on, a, on a Saturday. You're not playing. So you have to do it in training. You have to show your attitude in training. You have to show quality in training. I don't believe for one single moment, if Donny van der Beek was, why would Solskjaer single him out personally? What's in it for him? If Donny van der Beek was showing the level of performance that Solskjaer wanted to, he'd be playing. Now, I, I would drop Fernandez. Personally, I think he's been too loyal to certain people that have let him down. Right? So I would drop Fernandez. Right? He's been dreadful. I think he gave up on Solskjaer about a month ago. You know, the irony of him pointing towards the fans, don't boo him, boo us. Well why, well, why don't you put it right on the field? Remember that Liverpool game? Missed a setter first couple of minutes. Missed a penalty against West Ham, right? Which caught, uh, the weekend cost the goal, right? Missed a great opportunity when the ball was pulled back in at key moments, right? So, you know, Solskjaer didn't get sent off against Watford. Solskjaer didn't get sent off against Liverpool. Solskjaer wasn't the one that missed the penalty. Solskjaer wasn't the one that couldn't run back like Wan-Bissaka. Solskjaer wasn't the one that missed guilt edge opportunities at the weekend. I know he's responsible for certain things, but this myopia that he's responsible for everything, people never learn. The only thing that's been consistent since 2013 the people above Solskjaer. And we are in exactly the same situation we were in when when Ferguson left. We are miles away from winning a European Cup, still miles away. Now that takes incredible incompetence to spend a billion, circa a billion, and still be miles off, right? The idea that this is an oligonosolskir problem and just fixing oligonosolskir is going to cause is just astonishingly stupid to me. And I'll tell you something, um, Kyle. The 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 the. the what Solskjaer did, forget about Solskjaer for a minute. What happened against Liverpool? I don't care if you get a caretaker manager five minutes before that game starts. Who doesn't have the time to implement a tactical game plan. You do the things that are the bare minimum that you expect from a footballer. Because one of the things we used to quit here, here quite a bit before Liverpool games was form goes out the window. Why? Because they're blood and thunder. Players go out flying and the tackles are desperate to win. Forget about your manager. What about yourself as a footballer? What about your own personal pride and self-respect? Where was that? They walked through that game. That's got nothing to do with Solskjaer. That's got to do with them. Petulant children. I'm not playing. Well, I have to agree with you. I think uh, Harry Maguire has been a disgrace this season. Absolute disgrace. And he should be stripped of the captaincy by the new manager. 100%. Solskjaer was too loyal to him. Even give him a low five after he was sent off against Watford. I, I wouldn't have been even looking at him. Um, Fernandez, like you say, has been really poor in the last couple of months. He should have been dropped. Um, he's too loyal to people like Lindelof as well. You know, he's not good enough for Manchester United. You find Aaron Wan-Bissaka. He's been terrible this season. Um, Fred McTominay. To be honest, I, I, I would disagree with you on Lindelof. Right? I don't know what, what else he's supposed to do. 
with Varane's injured. He has to play him, right? And to me, Lindelof better than Maguire. I'll play Lindelof before I play Maguire. In, in all honesty, the best centre-back pairing is Varane and Lindelof, not Varane and Maguire. Against young boys, the game was really <clears throat> And then we, when we were down to 10 men, Solskjaer started Lindelof in that game when Varane was available and left Varane on the bench. Why did he do that? Because of the same reason why he's not available now, because he wasn't 100%. And now you risk doing exactly... See, this is the problem. See, he gets criticised, and I said this before, why for he get criticised if he changes the squad, and he criticised if he doesn't change the squad, right? So um, last season, they had an issue where Cavani allegedly picking his game, saying he's not fit, he's fit. Right? <clears throat> Disagreements with the um, with the medical staff over whether someone's fit. He rushes for an back, he gets injured, and then he gets slaughtered, Right? Same with Luke Shaw, right? Brings him back to Jordan, they get injured, they get slaughtered. So for me, I think in Solskjaer's defense, Solskjaer's not a doctor. So Solskjaer gets told by both the player and his medical staff whether someone's available or not, or whether they're not, or whether they should be, or how long, what have you, right? So any game against young boys, right, where you needed, uh, they're away from home, and, uh, and they, they need to, they, they're in the Champions League, it's an important competition. Um, he done what almost every manager in the world does. They take a gamble on their best players, on their fitness, right? Or if they don't feel that they're, they should be gambled on, they rest them. This is, they do. so we're talking about Lindelof and Maguire, which was centre-back parent all of last season. So you should be able to trust them away, young boys. Right, and if he can't, neither of them should be at the football club. But you know, it, it's to me like there's criticisms of players that are too lazy. Lindelof, what's Lindelof done wrong? He's not good enough. Okay, well, you cannot make that argument that he's not good enough based on what analysis. What is he like? <clears throat> um, he gets turned too easily. Who doesn't get turned? What what defense don't do? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, that's something that happens to every defender. Does it happen to him more often than that than, than everyone else? He's a center back and he's not good in the air. He's beaten far too easily. He's too okay. So, so I don't mean this to be facetious. You, you think that Victor Lindelof lacks all the basics of a center back, but has somehow managed to play for Manchester United in his country? Do you think he's good enough to be a Manchester United? Well, actually, I would say that um, I don't think when I think that he, like every defender, has a weakness. I don't know any 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 human being, any defender doesn't have a weakness. Virgil van Dijk has weaknesses, right? So I think you can be bullied, um, but again, whether he's good enough, um, if you look at uh, United's best defender, I would say is Varane. I would trust Varane and Lindelof before I trust Varane and Maguire. Maguire, what I saw against Leicester was an embarrassment to anyone calling themselves a professional. And what I've seen since then, I have a question mark about his mentality. And he's slow. He's a player gets turned easily. Can't play it from the back. You need to get beaten set pieces constantly. Um, I'm struggling. You were talking about sure, but identifying negatives. I'm struggling to really identify strong positives about Maguire, right? But it's also a reflection of the fact that there isn't a lot of quality centre backs out there anymore because the way 
people play defensive teams and they don't want defenders anymore. They want ball-playing centre-backs, right? And so they have zonal marking, so they're not having man-on-man to man marking anymore, right? So the way these players are changing, because if there was a, 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 a quality available centre-backs, United would have signed them. I don't think there's a lot of teams out there with a better centre-back three, two, than, than Lindelof and, and Varane, right? Um, now, I don't think Lindelof's top quality, but they go through all of Europe's top teams. Does Real Madrid have top quality centre-backs? Barcelona? Does Arsenal? Does Chelsea? Chelsea are top of the league. But do they have top quality centre-backs? They're, they're, they're doing well. Thiago, Thiago, if it doesn't matter, it's not what I asked you. They're coach well, they're keeping clean sheets. Different question. Right? So, um, we, we're, we're both conceding that Solskjaer, right, um, isn't, and, and certainly on the evidence that we've seen, I mean, you take a look at last season, Solskjaer finished above Tuchel, finished above Chelsea, so clearly United were coached well last season. You don't finish second by accident. And it's really, it's a ridiculous argument to say, yeah, I know you finished second by accident, but those other coaches that finished below you, they're exceptional. They didn't finish. They finished third and fourth because they're exceptional, but you're, you, you finished second because it's by accident. It's ridiculous. To me, you want to criticize Solskjaer, criticize him, but keep it realistic because there's lots of areas you can criticize him. People don't need to reach for hyperbole. He's the worst coach in the league. I, I, I can't deal with that. That is a level of pedulance. Of, of, if someone wants to take me there on, on an argument, I hang up because that's ridiculous to me. That's polemic. Look, if you want to criticize him, there's lots of legitimate reasons to do so. But when you reach for hyperbole like that, it's silly. It's like a little child. You, it tells me you lack the ability to evaluate him properly other than he's shade. <laughs> yeah, well, it just, he's obviously uh, uh, improved. He, he, largely his signings have been good. Um, mm-hmm. He's got us to a better place than we were in December 28th. 100%. Ultimately, he's not the man to take us to the next level. Um, so, so let me ask you this, Kev. Do you think that um, the sole reason why United of field is Solskjaer and if they remove him um, and bring the top class manager United would be back being successful again? No. Okay, so it's not it's not so 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 in the final analysis, there's much more going on than just a manager who's not quite at the top level yet. Or may never be. Because I, I think that's a fair analysis. I would say that. Uh, it might be a stretch to say that he's just below top level. I don't think he's anywhere near that, in my opinion. Um, I think okay. he was he was a good interim manager. Um, I don't think he should have been given the job permanently. So how do you well, so so how do you think he finished second? Mate? <clears throat> how do you think he got the best away record in the history of the Premier League? What a dreadful the home record was. No, no, I, that's a different question. That's a deflection. You can say, well, oh, that's bad. I'm asking you because we've accepted the reason why he doesn't have the home record is because, in your opinion, he's nowhere near good enough. So I'm asking you, how do you justify and how do you explain the fact that he has the best away record in the history of the Premier League and he finished second? By Mourinho's own admission, his greatest ever achievement. How does someone who's completely inept do that? <clears throat> I don't, I'm not saying he's completely inept. But... Well, he's nowhere near top level. How did he do that? Well, why didn't why didn't Tuchel do it last season? Why didn't Klopp do it last season? I give you a, a couple of possible reasons. Uh, one being that 
it, for the majority of that period, the game had been played in training ground atmospheres. So what? About, so 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 that was just something that only affected United. No. But okay. So then it's all it's all level. That that's not a reason because that affected everyone equal. So your style is counter attacking football, and it, it's it's playing away. But he wasn't playing counter attacking football since he signed Fernandez. I mean, take a look at the season. Take a look at last season. United dominated possession in seventy-eight percent of the games. So he wasn't playing counter attacking football once he signed Fernandez. But I still don't understand what that's got to do with. Um, his record. What I what I will have to say is that in the last three years, United have had a lot of peaks and troughs, a lot of good runs of form, and then a lot of downturns. And mm-hmm. um, he's nearly been sacked quite a few times. Um, just before Fernandez came in, United lost at home to Burnley, which was. I remember. A, mm-hmm. But then once he got once once the club supported him and gave him the players that he needed, right? Because let's be honest, right. The greatest coach in the world, allegedly, who won all these trophies, couldn't, you know, was nowhere near. But and and his reasoning was another player, which he's right. So again, once we got the players to play a certain way, was a luck. Yeah, Solskjaer has how many semi-finals you lost? My, but listen, I'm asking you, was a luck that caused him to have the best away? I, I. You don't need to demonstrate his failures because you've already accepted that he wasn't good enough, so that would be commensurate with that. What I'm saying is, how do you do the anomalies of his success? How did he finish second? Now you don't. We used to have sayings like the league table never lies, right? And we used to have saying things like over the course of 38 games, the league will reflect exactly where you were. So clearly, other than Guardiola, that season he was the second best manager in the league. That, that is irrefutable. And if there was anyone else doing it, we'd see that point. So what I'm saying is, high on earth, over 38 games, did he do the double against City? High on earth, over 38 games, did he end up with the best away record in the Premier League? In the history of the Premier League, high on earth, over 38 games, did he turn around and, 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 and finish second by Mourinho's own admission, his greatest achievement? By the way, he completely overhauled the squad. Right, he brought in quality players. He brings in youth, which, by the way, he's the only manager that has to play in certain amount of youth players. And he hasn't; it's not enough to win. He has to win playing a certain way. Somehow, City, when they need a player, it's perfectly understandable to say you need a hundred and fifty million pound striker. Now, if that wasn't Solskjaer, why aren't you promoting Charlie McNeil from the youth team and winning that way? So he's held to a purity standard that nobody else is. That's a fact, one hundred percent fact. So. You can't turn around and say all the successes are luck and all the failures are down to his inept attitude. My opinion. <laughs> you sound like Solskjaer's defense attorney. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out the legitimate issues. I mean, if people want to be so myopic, because, oh, yeah, yeah, those successes down to someone else, those failures are all his, then you can't expect to be uh, treated objectively in an argument because you're so myopic into. See, there's no balance. Once people are that way or this way, either way, whether you're all in for Solskjaer or all out, then your argument is irrelevant because you're unwilling to accept factual discussions that are counterfactual to your discussion. Solskjaer didn't finish second by accident. He didn't have the best away record in the Premier League, in the history of the Premier League, by accident. If Jurgen Klopp done that, we'd be lauding him, Okay. Remember the mess United were in. So it's ridiculous 
to turn around and say, I know he did this, did this, but that was all this kind of luck. Anyone could have done that. But those failures, that's because you're an idiot. By people who have never worked a single day in their life at any even semi-professional level, telling them that his game management's shade, his subs are shade, his tactics are shade. What? I mean, you can turn around and say the outcomes are shade. But I'm reading journalists evaluating from the athletic evaluating source crews, tactical nice. The fuck are you? <laughs> Upper manager champion. I mean, this is like me telling Marvin Hagler how to throw a punch. Paul, you can turn around and say he lost, he wasn't good enough in the fight, but what you can't do is critique his technique because you don't know what you're talking about. And this is my problem with Solskjaer. You're obviously referring to Carl Hagler there, yes? No, I don't not, I'm not. Honestly, no, I'm just talking in general because first of all, I, I, I find the vast, I know people work at the and they like them, but I find a lot of their content to be extremely snarky as if they're somehow earlier than I and they're better than everyone else and they know more than everyone else. You know, it's almost a resignation. I'm like, Jesus Christ, am I going to have to teach these people football? <laughs> That's what I sense from their, <laughs> from their coverage. Man, here's the thing, right? I've accepted the last few weeks Solskjaer needed to go 100%, right? And I was never completely sold either way. I completely understood why United gave him the job. Think about this for a second. Imagine... United employed Cantona as an interim manager, right? And Cantona comes in, in the next 15 games, United play swashbuckling football, front foot, battering teams, exceptional. Now, you're telling me there wouldn't be a fucking clamor all over the place for people to get Cantona that job. Absolutely. Because the one thing that gets forgotten in all of this years later is the contrast between Mourinho and Solskjaer. It couldn't possibly have been greater. So... When you demonstrate an aptitude, an aptitude to do the job, right? I know what your resume says, right? And, and for some reason, we live in an era where past failures define you. Everybody has to fail. Everybody. All right? There's no route to success without failure. Ferguson, by default, by, technically is a failed St. Murren manager. He was sacked by St. Murren. So what? Right? And some happy, oh, the shield field Cardiff manager. How long do you think Pacchettino will be before he's a field Spurs manager when he starts losing a couple of games? And by the way, does Pacchettino do, do, look like someone that's offended by, by defeat or failure? No. Pacchettino is a coach, not a manager. The big difference. Secondly, right, when you're talking about Solskjaer, and uh, <clears throat> the, 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 it's really, really hard to get balance because the loudest voices on the internet are the biggest arseholes. That haven't and, and they don't they're sitting here talking about Solskjaer and um they're playing to a gallery. Unfortunately, United being a massive football club are infested with arseholes, and I mean arseholes. You see these arseholes that want United to lose, you're not a Manchester United fan, you can't be right. They, they, and if you are a grown man and you want this football club to lose, so your favorite guy can be in the job. What all I want you to do is win. I don't care who sits in the job, but if you only want you to win when your favorite guy's in the job, you're not a Manchester fan. And we have nothing in common because I've never felt that. I've never felt, you know, I don't want him to lose. Never. Because more than anything, more than I'm a fan of the manager, more than a fan of the player, I'm a fan of the football club. Yeah, well. 
his away record is no doubt commendable. On can we take away? More commendable. It's exceptional. But unfortunately, it doesn't get you any trophies on the model, please. But that's not the point, Kyle. The point is, it's a refutation of the ridiculous argument that he's inept. These are not minor anomalies. These are major things. No one else could do that. How, it's extremely difficult. Um, how can he be so good away from home? Yet, uh, he's only taking, like, Premier League's been around for 30 years. He's, he's been United manager for, for three years. He's responsible for 21% of United's defeats at Old Trafford in the Premier League era. How can, so he's also responsible for all those wins then? Yeah, he's, but how can his away record be so good and his home record be so bad? Well, I mean, we're we're sitting here arguing the point. I mean, this is not this is we've seen this before, where teams struggle at home because the fans are on their back, because the pressure, because teams sit in deep against them, because they have different game plans, right? And there's no question, there's a mentality issue. You know, it's, there's not enough winners, there's not enough people that are desperate to win. There's too many, too many. This this is what happens when you give players contracts that don't deserve them. When you want to protect uh, resale value, then you make the manager impotent because they don't fear the manager. You can't sell me, all right? Paul Pogba, case in point. If you'd have went to United in the summer and said, I want him out of here for 20 million, they wouldn't have sold him. You're stuck with him, okay? Don't have the Chelsea. Chelsea can afford to kick you out. Don't have the City, they can afford to kick you out, all right? United, that's a business. You don't get that. Now, Chelsea can afford to do it, but they don't always give you that free reign to do that. And when you take that usurp that part away from a manager, like it happened to Pochettino with Spurs, they're a coach. They're not a manager. And if your boss can't fire you, you don't respect your boss's authority. So the problem is when you're a club like Manchester United, right? This never happened under Ferguson for lots of different reasons, not different football clubs. <laughs> And the idea that some guy's going to come in and fix all this unless that they're given the ability to do so is outrageous, right? So this, Solskjaer, in my opinion, done an outstanding job up until the end of last season. Right? Bottom line. I don't think that that Manchester United team the last three years would have won the league if they just had a better manager. No fucking chance. Now, Mets behind City in Liverpool. Mets! So the fact is, what... Solskjaer ended up doing with United a couple of top four finishes is about all you realistically could have expected from that team because they're not good enough and Solskjaer didn't send them the love Mourinho did why, but Solskjaer got the best out of him why when United signed Ronaldo Verano Sancho was there a total collapse why did United well I mean that, that, that's a good question <laughs> you know we're all asking that question Solskjaer's asking that question right you know why did United go backwards after sending these players right and Sancho hasn't settled hasn't showed anywhere near the form Varane's been okay uh, Ronaldo's been okay he's been good um, but the real issue isn't those three it's the rest of them what happened to Luke Shaw? What happened to Harry Maguire? These players have to take responsibility. They're not being told to do anything different that they weren't being told in the previous season. Right? At the end of the day, Kyle, you work for a company. You, you can't make human beings do certain things. You can only advise. Coaches are about teaching people good habits. But the essence is taught on your own. Right? I coach kids, and I tell them every time, all I can do is advise you and give you direction. 
But if you aren't willing to do all the things that you need to do to improve, I don't care. That can't help you. Solskjaer is in control of so little of these players. These players are... Cristiano Ronaldo would have been the best player in the world if he'd have played for Malacans because he was desperate to be the best player in the world. Right? That's him. So... Uh, Harry Maguire was all would be Harry Maguire when I was at Manchester United or Leicester because this is what you get. This is about them as professionals. At a club like United, you are given every resource to be the best player in the world. Whether you use them or not, it's up to you. Most players can't. Small percentage of Roy Keane's. There's a small percentage of Cristiano Ronaldo's. Most players aren't like that. So he is responsible to a point, but so are they. Roy Keane did say on Sky that uh, these players threw Mourinho under the bus and they'll do the exact same thing to Solskjaer. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever the new guy is, you know, there's certain people who have to be extracted from the squad. Um, the likes of Pogba and Maguire, I would say as well. Uh, Maguire has really started irritating me in recent weeks. That that celebration against Albania really, really winded me up. Um, well, perfect example. A guy who's let his manager down over and over and over again goes, puts his fingers in his ear, playing for another team. Do tell me how that does anything for Solskjaer. Against Albania, by the way, Kyle, mate, personification of the problem of Manchester United, right there. Our babies, little wimps. Look, Solskjaer takes responsibility in the sense that, one, whether he sent them or not, they're his players. They're in that dressing room because he chose them to be there, right? Because he's had ample opportunity to get rid of them if they didn't want to be there. Two, if they let him down, he chose the people to trust, right? Take that up with a player. Third, there's enough to sack Solskjaer on the way you need to play, the lack of any type of, a, of, of cohesion, the lack of any type of game plan, the disjointed nonsense. It was impossible. United would have been completely derelict in their duty if they allowed this to continue after Watford. They had to sack him, but, and they didn't want to, and I completely understand why. I said, had they have sent the best defensive midfielder in the world, it still look exactly like they do now, because this isn't about the personnel that's available to them in terms of their quality. They had to make a change. It was the right thing to do. Um, but I'm telling you, Pochettino is risk for all the wrong reasons. But, uh, mate, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to love you and leave you. Cause- okay, no problem. All right, no problem. Right, mate. Cheers, Ken. 